Friday, December the 11th, 2015. That means two things. Friday, Friday dance parties and the One More Verse podcast. Hey everybody, my name is John Nix and on behalf of Vertical Purpose Ministries, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm so pleased to have you join me today as I discuss 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Final words. What do you want to say? How do you want to say them? How do you want your children and your posterity to remember you? This is the place we find David in today's reading. His time had drawn near and he knew it. He, he reminds his son that he is about to go the way of all the earth. But his father, the son, he exhorts him and he, and he tells him to be strong and to, to show himself a man and to keep the charge of the Lord your God. He wants him to, to understand his faith. He wants him to walk in God's ways and keep his statutes and his commandments, his rules, his testimonies, all the things that you can find in the law of Moses. And so he, he wants Solomon to understand that this is truly the key to a prosperous life. And so he, he reminds him of the promise that God had made to their family. He said, Solomon, my son, if you do these things, if you pay close attention to the way that you walk before the Lord, and if you are found to be faithful and you serve the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul, God has promised us that we will never lack a man on the throne of Israel. He wants his son to get his priorities straight. And so he begins this discourse telling him the way that you're going to find success as a king, my son, is going to be to follow the commands of the Lord. But this father who has served as a king for a long time doesn't stop there. And he begins to move on and he wants to give his son also some political advice. For this is not just father to son passing on the faith, but this is the king telling the next king, hey, there's going to be some challenges as you serve in this capacity. There are some political things that you need to be made aware of. There are some things that I have not done fully. There are some things that I have promised, and I want you to keep all these things in mind. He wants to help Solomon get off to a good start and establish this kingdom with strength. And so he starts out by reminding him of something that Joab had done. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is Joab got away with murder. And obviously David had failed to, to deal with this. And so he wants Solomon to be aware of this. And as he gives him this political advice, he tells him to be very careful and to make sure that he does not allow Joab to go down to Sheol in peace. In truth, what he's saying to Solomon is, listen, my son, you need to deal with this man with force, and really, you need to deal with his life. Now, we, we read this, and we have to be careful about this, that as we read this, that this is not just David trying to uh, do some sort of thing that is illicit or wrong, but David has not, as the king of God's people, dealt with this man in the way that the law prescribed. This man murdered people. And there was some specifics about the way it was done. If anything, this is a confession from David to his son that he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And so he tells Solomon to act in his own wisdom, but not to let his gray head go down to Sheol in peace. But he gives a completely different 
sort of advice when it comes to Barzillai, the Gileadite. And he says, listen, as far as they go, make sure that they're able to eat at your table. Provide for them. David owed this family a debt of gratitude that went all the way back to the days when he had to flee from his own son, Absalom. They had helped David and brought him much-needed supplies during those dark days of family war and dysfunction and all of the running that David was trying to do. And so he encourages Solomon. He wants him to allow this family to be included with those who ate at the table with basically a perpetual food allowance. And so he, he wants him to understand, here's some political advice. Here's some things that you need to do. Deal with Joab, but deal with these people very differently. But then he turns and he also reminds him of the way he wants him to deal with Shammai. This Benjaminite who had cursed David in the hour of his um, humiliation by Absalom. Now, um, as he instructs Solomon and he tells them what to do, he, he reminds him of all that's going on. You see, cursing the king was a capital crime. Uh, this was basically, this was treason. And so when David was restored to his throne, he promised that he would not execute Shammai. But Solomon was not bound by that oath. And David realized that a man like this couldn't be trusted and he might be dangerous to Solomon. And so it may seem that the morality of David's instructions to him uh, may be a little bit misguided, but the truth is, he says, you cannot hold him guiltless. You're a wise man. You're going to know what to do, but you need to know this. You got to bring his gray head down with blood to Sheol. You see, David wants his son to understand the heaviness of the crown that he's about to wear. David wants his son to be firmly established. And as he looks back and he sees the mistakes that he's made, as he sees some things that he did not attend to as he was supposed to being the king over Israel, he's looking back and he really wants to help his son. And so he begins and he gets first things first. Let's talk about your faith, son. If this is to work, if you're to be firmly established, it will be because you've obeyed God. You're going to find prosperity in your rule and reign because you've walked according to the things of God. But he also wants him to know there are pragmatics to ruling from day to day. He wants him to be reminded of his own mistakes, and he wants him to rectify some of those things, not just for his own personal satisfaction, but so that Solomon may protect himself in some ways that he doesn't even know or recognize he's in danger. And so as, as he finishes this exhortation, the Bible tells us, David slept with his fathers. Now, this is just a way of saying basically that David died. He was buried in the city of David. This would have been the place where, you know, they ran out the Jebusites and took over. And we're given basically the, the time frame that he had reigned for 40 years. For seven years, he reigned in Hebron and then for an additional 33 years in Jerusalem over the entire nation. And so at the conclusion of this, David has now gone. And so we've gone from the first king, Saul, and all the problems that came with that, to the second king that God chose, David. And even with his disobedience and struggles, we now move to the third king, Solomon. And Solomon now sits on the throne of David, his father. And the kingdom was firmly established. <laughs> Thanks for listening today to the One More Verse podcast. 
If you need more information about John Nix or Vertical Purpose or one more verse, visit johnnix.org. I'd love to hear from you, so find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram using the handle TheJohnNix. And don't forget to download the Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, and join me next week for the One More Verse podcast.